Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to this week, this week. Okay, so big feels this week with the feeding the metabolism one last time tweak. So same shit as last week, but it hits a little different. I think it's where we're at in the program, eight weeks in. People are seeing kind of, you know, the time ticking down. They're concerned about where they're at. Some people are super excited. Everything is really coming together. Some people are feeling frustrated. Lots of feels. I think it's sort of like, it's also this tweak is exhausting. The splitting up the meals and snacks part, like even though you did it last week, you know you have to do it again this week. And it's just like, eh. and as much as people love it, I think they also are tired of it alongside of being tired of still trying to lose weight eight weeks later because they're tired because they've been trying for 20 years. Anyway, Kim's here with me. We're going to chat about it. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right. There is a lot. We do need to just get going. I, you know, I thought there wouldn't be as much because there aren't as many questions about feeding the metabolism, but you're so right. There are so many feels. There's a lot of things that, that are coming up with this. And as yeah. you said this morning in the live, which by the way, if you didn't listen to this morning's live, especially if you are feeling like you're struggling, you need to need to check it out because there's lots of motivation in there, but yeah, there's lots of people are feeling the feels definitely this week. And, uh, yeah, we're noticing that. I think that's the conversation here, right? Like tweak wise, the same thing as last week. Uh, first few days of the program, super in tune to those portions, hitting all your meals and snacks, continuing to make them nutrient rich. I think that's a big one. Um, still, you know, eating just enough so that you're walking away feeling satisfied, not stuff. Still making portions what they feel like, not about what they look like. And I think that. Sometimes people like they're digging their heels in and they're just like, okay, I don't have a lot of time left. And, you know, let me like other diets, you, you eat even less, you exercise even more, like you ride yourself even harder, you're harder on yourself. When this process, you need to be like more in tune to your body, especially those portions. I know a lot of people are talking about being extra hungry this week. Then make sure one, you're making your food choices, nutrient rich Two, make sure you're eating enough. And three, like really be in tune to what, portions you need. One day it might be one egg to feel satisfied, the next day three eggs to feel satisfied. So I know that's one of the things that people are struggling with. What what else are people talking about with the tweak this week? Um, I think that they're, they're noticing they are more in tune with their portions, but I don't know that they're necessarily ready to kind of jump the gun and match their, you know, match that with how they're feeling. So they're still, they're still putting the portions together. They're splitting it in half. And they're recognizing like, oh, that half is probably going to satisfy me. And when you do that, you can kind of adjust it a little bit. Like, oh, if I know this half is enough, I can actually take that half and split it and see how that goes and take it one step further. I think people are a little bit 
because of their hunger that they notice during feeding the metabolism, they're a little bit worried to kind of scale back and dig in even further to how much they really need. But your hunger, it's just, you know, that's one of those signals from your body. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need more food. It might mean, yeah. like you said, you need to be nutrient rich or maybe just in the moment. So I think people are still struggling. And I think it does fall back to that old diet mentality that people have where they need to ramp up at the end. Okay. I only have, they pull the calendars out. I only have this much time left. I'm scared to not eat, but I'm scared to eat. And, uh, yeah, they're feeling it this week. Definitely. Um, I would say definitely, um, there's a lot of chatter around the scale because a lot of people did see the scale move this week. We saw some people, we had one person who I think I clipped it here. I took a shot of it. They lost, they had a big long plateau. They plateaued for a few weeks. They felt like they, okay, I plateaued. And then their scale, they lost three pounds and then seven pounds. So 10 pounds in two days after nothing for three weeks. So it's again, that type of, I mean, there's, there's so many, their scale, their weight was up along those three weeks for different yeah. reasons while they were going along. People see that number and they start to freak out. They either freak out because it's too much or they freak out because they're thinking, why am I not losing that much? Yeah. So you didn't obviously lose 10 pounds in two days, right? That's, that's why like the scale can be, the scale is not a measure of success. It's a tool to be used along with how you're feeling and the choices that you're making and what's going on. So your weight can be on the way down and losing while it's simultaneously up because, you know, maybe you're not sleeping great, not drinking enough water, you had salty food, maybe you're working out. So your body is whatever, maybe you're getting your period, like who knows? And so I think it's that extra pressure of this time of year that people are so like wanting to see that scale move. Oh my goodness. We're already on week eight. Like, am I going to reach my goal? Like so many people are not going to reach their goal, but you were never going to reach your goal because you need more time. And I think that start date and end date, as much as I love that, because it's just about breaking down the time that you're putting this into this in indigestible bits. It freaks people out. Like I'm already hear people say, well, I don't think I'm going to reach my goal. So should I just quit now? I've already signed up for winter and restart. I'm like, why would you quit? Because you don't have enough time to lose your weight in this, the time frame that we have, even though we have a lot of time left and start again, right? It's like, just like that, that diet mentality, man. I'm like, what, why would you do that? It's just one big continuation. So I think that added pressure is really is really making it difficult for people. I wanted to read this comment. This week is hard. I struggled last week. Weight was up five pounds. Hard to see, but also accepting my actions that led up to it. And back on track this week and the scale is dropping, but feels like I lost time. There you go. Still okay, just all the thoughts. So you haven't lost what time? Again, I think that's that that time crunch of like, why I set aside these 91 days the the program is 91 days for a rhyme and a reason. It takes at least three months for your body to make real concrete change, but that doesn't, you don't have to fit your weight loss journey into three months, right? Because you're, you're probably going to need to put more time into it because you always needed to put more time into it, but, it, but it's not your fault. I'm only offering a three month program at a time. And so also at the end of the program, yeah, you can sign up again, but we also teach you a technique where you can go on your own, which is just like one big long continuation of your weight loss journey. So a lot of feels for a, a lot of reasons, I think. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I was just reading another comment here. They, uh, they're Feeding metabolism is good practice, but can only do what's possible with numerous schedules. I'm okay with it. Was able to split 75% of my meals and snacks and then didn't beat yourself up about it. So, you know, that's a great attitude to go into 
this next tomorrow with the next set of feeding the metabolism is that, yeah, you're, you're just trying to do as much as you can. Every step, this isn't the end all be all just like downsizing wasn't the end all be all that's going to get the scale moving. Feeding the metabolism isn't, it's all of the effort and consistency that you've been putting in since day one of this 91 day program. That's really going to get you results, but you also need to kind of look at results is what results are you looking for? Are you just fixated on that number? Is there just that one dress that you wore three Christmases ago that you want to wear to a Christmas party this year that you're trying to fit into? Is that your goal or is your goal to, you know, feed and nourish your body, take care of yourself, feel good, look good and wake up and being comfortable in your skin without depriving yourself and feeling like you're exhausting yourself from doing it. Yeah, speaking of live this morning, still teary eyed from just watching this morning's live. Can't believe feeling proud of myself does that. I didn't, I didn't finish the program last time. I'm still here this time. Yeah. So this morning on the live, I was talking about taking the time to really, truly be proud of yourself, like really feeling that because when you keep focusing on the good things that you're doing and you're proud of the things that you're doing, you're more likely to continue those things. But I think so many of us are so hard on ourselves, especially this time of year, you know, feeling the crunch of, you know, feeling the holiday seasons, feeling what's going on in the world right now. We don't take time for that. And when I was taking people through that practice of feeling proud, as much as we were talking about frustrating about other things, huh, that was hard. It was really difficult for me in the moment to be really, truly proud of where I am because there's just, I feel not worthy. I feel guilt. I feel a lot of feelings when I do that. So just talking about feeling proud of myself, although I am, was very emotional for me. And I think that was a big takeaway is that I say it all the time sustainable, maintainable kind of weight loss is more than just what you're eating and when. And the supplements you're taking, the water that you're drinking, and even the maximizing, it really is truly working through all the fields. I said, I saw someone today, um, it was interesting, and they were talking about how they did keto for six years. And, you know, they did the last program, and I think they didn't lose a lot of weight or whatever. And then this one, they've only lost 10 pounds or something like that. And they're, you know, they're ready to give up. But I'm just like, but you did keto for six years, and you haven't even done this for like, six months yet. And, but I think it's like, it's, there's so much going on with it that maybe just doing keto is so much easier, even though it, you know, you gain and lose and gain and lose and gain and lose. You're not going into that mental part. So I think for a lot of people, maybe they're caught off guard with how, how the amounts of work they're going to have to do mentally yeah. with this process that maybe they're just kind of like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. I agree. And I, I look at, um, I was talking yesterday to Jennifer, who's our spill the tea guest tomorrow. And oh. um, she is one of those people who, you know, she'd done other things and she hadn't thought about it. She hadn't put that effort in. And she felt like she was kind of forced to focus on herself when she did this program. And I think that's hard for a lot of us because I did too. When you, I stopped during the live, I tried taking a deep breath and I was like, nope, I am working. I am not doing this right now <laughs> because I automatically like just got so overwhelmed with all of the things. As soon as you start thinking about how proud you are of yourself, everything, all of those little things come rushing into your head about reasons to not be proud of yourself yeah. that, you know, so many is at the forefront of our minds. Like I have to do this. I need to do this. I want to do this. And we just don't ever stop and take a look at what we are doing. So I think that's a huge part of it. Um, here's another comment. 
I have to work hard at being gentle on myself. My inner voice is very critical at times. This morning, taking deep breaths and saying I'm proud of myself opened up the floodgates, but I feel better or lighter now this afternoon. Yeah, you it, like it's you're going to feel better afterwards, but it opens up the floodgates of just what you're talking about, you know, and I think because it's weight loss and we feel like we should have already lost our weight. We've already put so much time, energy, and we want it so bad and we're doing so many things. And then you add in the fact that you did those diets and, you know, yes, you lost, but you gained it back and that's not your fault. It's the way those diets were done. It's just a lot of stuff to reconcile. You know, it's, a, it's, 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 it's fucking depressing. Like you said this morning, weight loss is hard. <laughs> <laughs> everything's hard. Life is hard. We have to do the things we need to do to get there. So, which is why with the splitting, the splitting, splitting of the meals and snacks, part of the tweak that people are going to do one last time tomorrow. That's a big part of it is forcing to forcing yourself to prioritize, forcing yourself to be mindful, forcing yourself to take the time, right? Like that's what you're doing. Like you're for, you're forcing yourself, um, to take the time. I'm just sorry. I'm just sidetracked by this comment. Can you please tell me the reasons why one can be constipated for the last three weeks? Okay. Here's what I want to say about that. So yeah, we'll talk. I know it's a bit of a sidetrack, but there's a bigger part to what I'm going to say here. Eight weeks into this program, you should know why. You should know why the scale isn't moving. You should know why you feel the way you feel. You should know why your bowel movements might be off, right? Because maybe you have food sensitivities. Maybe you have digestive issues. Maybe you need to add more fiber into your diet. Um, we have a whole poo protocol for this, right? Like you should be three weeks in, you should have already asked this question in the group. Like, this is why, like at this point, like there's so much information in here, which sometimes I think there's so much information people can feel overwhelmed, but don't go three weeks without having a poop, without asking someone or coming into the group or, do you know what I mean? There's so many great resources here. And I think like now it's not too late. My point is and really immersing yourself in all the information, really showing up every day, setting your intentions, end of day reflections, really utilizing the team of amazing people here to support you. Like we want you to be successful. We want you to, we want to help you figure this out. We want to answer all the questions that you have. But one of the major take, one of the major things that happens at this point in the group, I was saying to the team before I got on is like, this is where people will pop in and ask a question like, it's a great question. Don't get me wrong. Why have I not gone to the bathroom for three weeks? Why am I not losing any weight? Why is this happening? Yet it's the first time we're hearing from them. Don't be that person, right? Like it's from today, ask all the questions that you need because there's so much information and so many great resources in the group at this point. Like we really want you to know, you, you should know what's going on with you and why at this point, right? Like that's, would you agree? Yes. Yeah. And I think that's something we see a lot of it, like you said, this point in the group of people coming in for various reasons, either they're maybe not following along at all. And then they decide, oh, I'm going to go check it out. They see people like the person that dropped 10 pounds in two days and they're like, oh, oh, what could I be doing? Why, why am I not seeing that? Well, you need to do all of the things up until there to have that consistency. And I think the same thing with, you know, the questions um, the information comes in, people are reading things. They don't necessarily hang on to anything that they hear until they feel that it affects them. And that's why it's so important to go back and read 
things, but also even if you are not wanting to do that and you just want to ask a question, just come in and ask the question yeah. because we have this, we, we have this amazing team that's here for the entire 91 days of the program. And that is their job. That is their their job is to answer your questions and to support you as you work through this. So you don't want to be shy and yeah. um, you don't want to kind of wait on things because then you're you're kind of almost wasting. You could have been feeling better three weeks ago if you reached out to us and we're like, oh, maybe you should check in with your doctor if it's continuing. Maybe you should try this, right? It's also about figuring it out at this point. I think that's where I'm going with that. Like when I say you should know, because it's not you should know the answer, of course. If you don't know, you don't know. Please ask. It's about this is what it is moving forward. It's like if, if you're doing this, your body should respond like that. And if it's not, it's figuring out why. All of this is problem solving. What's happening with me mentally? Why do I keep sabotaging myself? What's happening with the scale? What's happening with my body? Why is this happening? Why is that not happening? That's where you really have to be investive and investigative. I'm trying to see this comment that um, is staying on. I have to say, this is all mental for me. I'm really good at losing and gaining. Yeah, that's just the eat this, you know, do that. Um, I did keto and it messed me up more than any other diet I've done. I have been on a plateau for months and months. I finally lost two pounds last week and now I'm up again. I am sure unsure if it has something to do with my inflammation and my medication. But for me, this is the longest I've ever gone not gaining it all back. I love this so much because if you normally gain weight at this time of year and you're not gaining weight, that's a huge win, right? So that's a lot. What is going? Could it be keto? right? Could it be, you know, could it be something else that you have going on? Your, your medication could be, could it be inflammation? Could be, could be all of those things. And does that fucking suck? Yes, it does. But quitting now is not going to help you figure that out. And there's no way around that. You just like, you have to like walk through that fire. You know, it's like, you have to feel those emotions. You got to do what you need to do the basics, but this is where you really have to get investigate. What is, what is going on with that? So let me check out inflammation. What can I do with that and break it out? Done. Let me look into my medications. Is there anything I can do to offset that? You know, make, why does it have a side effect of weight gain? You know, am I drinking enough water, right? Mentally, what am I dealing with? So there's, there's so many things. I think maybe um, something we don't talk about is sort of car, car, what do you call it? that compartmentalizing? This is like my mental. This is like my physical. This is my like, you know, the, my medications. This is my whatever I've got going on and try to separate what's going on and recognize you can have feels about all of them, but you have to break them down to be able to address them. Right. Same thing with the bowel movements. Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough fiber in your diet? Are you adding leafy greens to your meals? Um, are you, you know, like maybe your body's just changing. So it's normal to have bouts of, you know, loose bowel movements and then constipation. Like maybe it's a new medication you just started taking. Maybe you've had a lot of migraines, hello me in the last little bit with the change of weather. So you're taking a shit ton of Tylenol or Advil like me. And that messes with my, that messes with my digestive system. And then I can't poop affects my bowel movements, which has nothing to do with your weight loss journey and everything to do with the fact that you've had migraines and the weather, or maybe you're taking an antibiotic because you know, I, who knows, maybe you got a, uh, maybe you have like a, like what's that thing? Um, UTI, mm -hmm. right? 
you got UTI, you're on antibiotic. Next thing you know, you're not pooping for a few weeks, but because you're so focused on your food and your weight loss journey, you think, well, there must be something going on there. Or maybe your weight hasn't dropped or your weight is up and you're thinking, oh, I'm doing all these things, but you forget that you're taking antibiotic and you haven't shit for three weeks. And that's why your weight is up. Like there's a lot. A lot. You know, yes, another thing I was exhausting. thinking about too is the seasonal change and how that affects the weight and people's weight being up or people being slower to lose. Like seasonally, sometimes yeah. it's harder. And one of the big things that I thought about, because I recognize I was doing this, um, it's like soup and stew and chili season. And yeah. I went the entire spring and summer with probably not touching a bean and lentil. And then started eating yeah. soup stews and chilies that have oh. like no meat in them, just beans and lentils. And my digestion was off. And I know it was like, oh, wait a second, I've completely changed. So looking yeah. into you know, me, I know my body just needs to get used to that. But looking into something like, um, are you introducing new foods with these soups, stews, and chilies mm. you're eating? Maybe you have food sensitivities too. Maybe there's something. Are you oh. eating canned soups and things like that instead of making homemade when you were having fresh homemade salads? Like you're eating completely different foods as the weather changes. And yes. Too. Yes. See, there's so many things. <laughs> so many. There's so many things. And also you need to be open to the idea that you are not going to solve this necessarily with this. 12 week program. Some of these things that come up are coming up because you weren't listening to your body and you weren't aware before. They were always there. Now you're becoming, your awareness is heightened. You're becoming more in tune with your body. You're recognizing them, but you do need to be proactive and advocate for yourself and reach out to the professionals. And we're happy to suggest resources like a naturopath or a doctor, but ultimately because everybody's health and their wellness is sort of individual to them, we are you know, in a group this size, it is a group. We can't be individual. We're not doctors. We can't diagnose, but we can definitely, you know, help with resources. We can send you to listen to the yeah. doctor chats and stuff, and they can yeah. kind of suggest some things, but you kind of have to be willing to reach outside. I mean, the program is $75. It's not going to solve all of your health problems that you've had for your entire life. We do try. <laughs> we do try. We're not equipped for that yet, but maybe one day, but yeah, so you know, you have so to be willing many... to go outside of it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
because there can be so many reasons, right? And I, I mean, I don't want people to walk away feeling so overwhelmed that they're they're not on an island themselves trying to figure it out. And this is why, again, at this point in the program, like pop into the group and ask as many questions as you need and give us as much information as possible. And that's where like, we need you to know what's going on with you. So you can share that with us where we can help you kind of figure out what's going on. It's really what it's about at this point. Like, it's just, it's just resources and logistics really with the food. This is what you're eating. you be in tune to those portions, ask those questions, whatever. But there can be a lot going on and trying to figure out what's, again, I, br I bring this back to, I had some of my own issues last fall and my weight kept creeping up and I know what I need to do. And I was doing the things and it wasn't coming back down. Finally went to the doctor. I had to take some antibiotics, stress levels through the roof. And it took me a while to get a handle. And I know what I'm fucking doing. I know what I'm doing. And I was just like, I needed help. I need someone else to help assess me. And I think as women, especially sometimes we're like, I got this, it's dieting. So I know what I need to do. Right. I, 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 I've got this. And that was me. I was like, I know what I'm doing. Tony's like, maybe you should book an appointment with your doctor. I'm like, I know what I'm doing. Like, I, I know what I'm doing. It's like, I already know. So why didn't I reach out? And then, then my doctor's like, you should have probably come in a little bit sooner. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, so there's a lot going on, but it's problem solving moving forward. Um, speaking of, let's get into next week's week. So this week, tomorrow we're splitting up the meals and snacks. It, you know, even if you don't split up your meals and snacks, you're going to be fine. Just with following the basic food plan, maximizing, you're doing a lot of things. That's the takeaway this week. Yeah. Um, if you do get into it and start splitting up those meals and snacks, get into it. Have fun with it. Think about what you're learning from it. Are you extra hungry? Are you not hungry at all? What's it doing with the, the mental part of it? What are you saying to yourself? How are you feeling? What are other things that you are going on in your life right now that maybe you need to be factoring in that we're not factoring in at this at this time? Maybe your vitamin D levels are dropping because the days are shorter, darker. Maybe you're feeling a little depressed. Maybe you're a little the, the holiday season's coming. That's not a great. So, you know, really like start journaling. If you haven't been journaling, I highly suggest that you start. Because moving forward, that's going to be really effective in sort of managing that mental piece and make sure you're on top of all the physical stuff. I'm excited about next week's tweak. If you can just get past this week, <laughs> you're going to be good because everybody loves next week's tweak. Next week, we are revamping the food plan. So what this is going to do, a, cu a couple things. We're going to decrease the number of times that you are eating. So we're dropping your two afternoon snacks down to one afternoon snack. We're also switching up the star of the meal for lunch and dinner. Protein is now the star at lunch and the star at dinner is now your vegetables. And we're also bumping up your protein and fats. Not, we're not doing keto, none of those things. We're just making sure you're getting that protein and fat that if you've been separating your proteins from your carbs this week, you're going to notice are going to hit differently. And it gives you a lot more flexibility in terms of your snacks. So for example, you can now take that fruit snack and add a protein or fat to it, you know, so you can do a, like a, a, an apple with some cheese, or you could do some yogurt and fruit, or you could do just yogurt. Um, we're going to give you a variety of options for that. So we're decreasing the number of times that you're eating to offset that we're going to make your foods more nutrient rich by ensuring that you're bumping up the protein and fat slightly and then switching up the star of the meal gives you a lot more flexibility in terms of your food choices for sure. Um, so it's, it's a good little switch up that people are going to get going to be totally into. They love this tweak. So I think this week, the big important thing about this one is you want to take what you worked on this week with your hunger, like you said, with taking the protein that 
how it feeds into your satiety hormones. Yeah. And um, you want to take the mindfulness that you've been working on and really dig into this because one of the, we are bumping up the protein and fat, but one of the t- things that people do tend to find is that they feel full more yeah. often, but you really need to fine tune your portions to kind of balance out. And it's going to be a work in progress. By the time we see everyone next week on Wednesday, they're going to have all sorts of questions about that because they're going to be having to rethink how they look at their portions when the components have changed, when they've added that fat and that protein and how that adjusts their hunger, how it adjusts their feelings of satisfaction. So it's a super exciting tweak. And um, I think the staff lovingly calls it the cheese tweak because they (laughs) get to eat more cheese. But I think the most popular thing is that everybody loves to add nut butter to their apples in the morning. We we get that a lot, everyone. And then all of a sudden people are like, can I just have nut butter for a snack? No, it's still not a great idea. It's still better to have. Now, with that said, you know, they're, they're, you know it is still a great idea to have nuts for your afternoon snack because of the protein and fat in them, because it makes you more satiated going into dinner. But you do have definitely have more options uh, when it comes to the type of snacks. And to your, to your point, that's the biggest takeaway. People are always like, oh, I feel so heavy. And they perceive that it's the protein and fat, but really it's that they're not actually, they're dropping the ball usually on asking those four questions. By the time week nine rolls around, they're just eyeballing, going more by feel and not doubling down on asking those four questions. Um, So this is where you really have to kind of take a fresh new look at this new week. It's a great opportunity to regroup, to pull out that maximizing and post along with it. The slightest change in your, your, um, in the food plan makes a big difference in terms of how your body's responding. But at this point, we've been making the body work so hard for its food, especially as we finish up the splitting up the meals and snacks part that you're going to do the next two days. Then now that we've been making the body work so hard for its food, we're going to make it really easy for the body to get the nutrients that it needs. And so the foods you're going to be eating are going to be more nutrient rich, really feeding into those satiety hormones. You're going to give the body the opportunity to not eat so often, which is really important because it is not normal to have to make the body work so hard, constantly processing and digesting your food. That's why you have that migrating motor complex there, that system that kicks into play. And if you don't know what migrating motor complex is, we talked about it on the cravings post. There's also a science post. So you can just Google at migrating motor complex in the app or in the group. It'll pop up or ask the team, they'll tag it for you. Um, Your migrating motor complex is the system that kicks in after you're done eating for about 90 minutes to make sure that the food that you're eating is going to where it needs to go. It's kind of like a self-cleaning type of making sure everything's going where it needs to go. You, You need that to kick in. Your body needs that to kick in. So this eating all the time isn't really allowing the body to do that, which is making it work even harder than it needs to. So next week's tweak, we're going to make it a lot easier for the body. So it's there's so many layers to it, of course, um, just getting even more in tune to your portions and even more in tune to your body's needs, um, you know, still maximizing, still doing all those things. But it, it gives you a little bit more flexibility, I think, which makes it easier for people. There's one comment here that I think is a great just way to sum up how members might be feeling when they think about that. And it's my favorite tweak so far is eating 12 times a day. Love that. I'm a wee bit concerned about next week, but glad to hear it'll be more nutrient dense. So yeah, don't let the, don't let the fact that you're going from eating 12 times a day to eating five times a day, freak you out. You're definitely 
going to feel the difference with how you're composing your meals. Even just adding that, if you decide to have fruit in the morning and have that protein and fat with it, but there's a few options you'll have for your morning snack, which we'll lay out in the guidelines that we're going to put out on Sunday. But with the snacks and the meals and the way you're putting them together, you're not going to feel that it's scary thinking about it. But like you said, at the beginning of the program, people are like, ah, I have to eat so many times a day. And then they freak out that they don't have to eat very much. And it's totally normal to feel that way. But yeah, you can totally still freak out about it. But I find it's isn't it fascinating. I love that people get stuck on eating more often. I love that people get stuck on following the food plan. It's hard to make that change. It's like as soon as you get used to it, it's hard to transition. Remember that each tweak it builds on the previous week. So we're just like making it even more effective as you go. And I would never introduce a tweak that would mess with people's progress or what they're doing and make it harder for them to lose weight. Right. So this is like, but that, that is, I guess that is kind of, I love that you're a little bit nervous about making sure you're getting enough after off the heels of eating 12 times a day and really, but, but it is those small little nuances in the tweaks when you're, there is something to be said about your food choices and how they break down in your body that nobody talks about. Like they talk about protein and fat, but getting enough protein for your body, but not, they don't talk about feeding into your satiety hormones and why that's important. They don't talk about why the difference between, you know, having a steak versus some fish steak can take five plus hours to break down, whereas fish can take 40 minutes. You don't talk about the difference between fruit and vegetables. Fruit can take 20 minutes to break down in your system and vegetables can take up to two hours to break down. So how long certain foods take to break down in your system absolutely impact how satisfied you are, which is why sometimes you get hungrier after lunch one day, half an hour later, you're hungry. And then the next day you're not hungry at all. Right. So that's, this is what also plays into the changing hunger levels is your food choices that you're making. Plus if you worked out the day before, you might not be hungry the next day and then super hungry the day after that. Maybe you're not getting a great sleep. Maybe you're, you know what I mean? So there's so much that goes into really being in tune with your changing hunger levels day to day. So this is an opportunity in making these changes to get even more in tune with that. You, you every, but by the time you lose your weight, like I, I have breakfast some days, some days I don't, don't even think about it. Some days I have what feels like I'm eating meals and snacks all day. And some days I'm going hours without eating anything. And that's normal. And I think diet industry has got us counting and weighing and measuring and not really knowing what we need to eat unless we're counting and weighing and measuring something, right? Rather than just getting in tune. So a lot of this is about getting in tune, not just to lose your weight, but once you've, you're losing your weight is a given. Stick around, put the time in, you're going to lose your weight. You're going to, I just matter how long it takes. Um, and then it's really the part that we, this work is working towards is the sustaining your maintaining and living the rest of your life without stressing about needing to lose weight ever again. That's what all this work is all about. And that's what the tweaks are all about too. Yeah. Exactly. Did we cover that. Is there anything else we need to cover? I can't, my computer's all, I can't get to the rest of my comments. My mouse is stuck. So I don't oh. know if you have any. Yeah, there's, I mean, some, there's, somebody has got a great non-scale victory. I see the team started for us, definitely noticing their portions and how they're feeling. So really dig into that next week with this tweak, because we're going to notice, I feel like that was the biggest part of the tweak that I noticed was that making protein the star at lunch next week is what sort of changed my day for me and how I was feeling satisfied and then how much I needed at dinner too 
was changed by what the components were based on how much your your body knows what it's doing. Just listen to it. That's my only tip for next week. <laughs> it's hard to do that. It's hard to trust in that, but it it, it, it is. It's hard to trust in that. For sure. Uh, it's an interesting thing, but we're not there yet. So you need to continue to, you need to continue to be all in with this week's tweak as much as you may not be looking forward to splitting up those mills and stacks. I love it. Some of you are all about it. Some of you are like, oh God, I'm um, trying to separate what you're doing on the program. Also what you got going on in life and where you're at, right? Cause it's everything kind of working all together. So if you're feeling really stressed in life right now, it might not be the food you even need to worry about to, or it's, you know, the feed, food you need to change to get that scale moving. It could be you need to get some sleep, you know, or, you know, do some deep breathing exercises or go for a walk or something. So that's a big part of what we're, we're talking about is factoring in what you got going on in your life and where you're at and start focusing on things that will help manage that. That's going to be a great compliment to everything you're doing on program and plan moving forward. It's just showing up. I, and I say that because ultimately it's, if you're here in week eight, like you've got this, you're, you're going to be here at the end. You're going to be a success story. So it's just really problem solving, factoring in what's going on in your life and trying to be as consistent about the things that you need to do when it comes to following the program at the end of the day. Should I miss anything? No. My That's tea's cold now. My tea's I know, cold. mine too. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> it's cold green tea. I'm going to go and spill it in the sink as soon as we're done, I think. I'm going to put mine in the microwave for the 10th time today. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed. I mean, this is what it is moving forward. It's not any kind of any big one thing that you need to do or not do or any of those things. It's just juggling. It's like we're continuing to pick up all these balls that we're juggling. But 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 the upside is that is that we're juggling. You're juggling so many balls. It's okay if you're dropping a few because, you know, you're already doing so much every day. Just the sheer fact that you're still here. And if you're listening to this right now, you're a rock star. You're going to be successful no matter how you're feeling today or about the tweaks or what's going on. Pop into the group ask as many questions as you need remember that we're here for you yes thanks ladies very informative as usual Livy, your best life all oh, i love that yeah, thank you. <laughs> all right let's get this week over with so we can roll into next week already it's such a better tweak i know i agree <laughs> no we need Even to say that gina we need to do this <laughs> We do. You know, you cannot skip the rest of this week and tweak. Um, but it's definitely it's definitely wait, worth wait, sticking around and waiting for next week. Now I'm just procrastinating. Let's go. Have an amazing day, everyone. Kim, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye, guys. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com